Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. I'm also the author of two books, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind and Decluttering at the Speed of Life, Not Light, Life. Uh, You can find out more about those books at aslobcomesclean.com slash book, or you can look wherever you like to buy books in whatever format you like for books. So ebook, Kindle, Nook, um, Audible, all the paperback, all the different forms. Okay, this is podcast number 260. I am calling this one Rethinking Organizing. Okay, so if you have heard me speak or you've read my books, available at aslobcomesclean.com slash book, wherever books are sold, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, if you have listened much ever before, you know that one of my big mindset changes that really helped me in my own personal quest to get my own home under control, what I call my deslobification process, that one of the big mindset shifts that helped me and that I teach to others is to separate the two concepts of decluttering and organizing to realize that those are not the same thing. Here's the short version of what I mean by that. Okay. Organizing is problem solving. Problem solving tends to be very overwhelming for the person whose house is in total craziness. And because the idea of, oh, I've got to get organized is what we think that we need to do. The tendency is to sit down and create this big plan for how you're going to solve all of your problems. And what would happen with me is I would sit down, I would make the plan, I would think it through, I would do some research, I would figure out what other people had done. And I would spend a whole lot of time and energy on that. And I would basically use up all that energy that I had in that moment when I thought I have got to change how my house functions. I would use all that up and my house wasn't actually any better because all I had was this big complicated plan. And over the years, the more times that I made complicated plans and either never implemented it or tried to implement it and gave up halfway through or someone else implemented some organ, you know, some surefire gonna work for sure organizing plan in my home for me. And then I couldn't maintain it. Every time that happened, I felt more and more discouraged and more like, yeah, this doesn't work for me. I am completely incapable of getting organized. And therefore, the next time that feeling of I've got to get organized just more quickly felt overwhelming, and hopeless and pointless. Okay. And so I know people who love organizing, if this is the first podcast that you're listening to, thank you so much for joining us today. But also know that I get, and that's kind of what we're talking about today. I get that to the person who loves organizing and their goal is to make their own life easier or other people's lives easier. They're probably saying, no, that's not what organizing is. And and you're right. Okay. And that's basically what I'm talking about today is you're right. But for the person who is overwhelmed and who, and who has failed so many times at this idea of organizing and has thought so many times, oh, the answer to all my problems is to get organized. And yet I'm never able to do it. Understanding that organizing and decluttering are not the same thing is very helpful. Okay. Because when you can separate those two things out, what I did and what I give you permission to do is I just decluttered. I said, you know what? I am not going to worry about getting organized. I am just going to declutter. I'm going to remove the things from this space that's overwhelming to me. I'm just going to start pulling out the things that I don't need, not worrying about how it's going to work in the future, not worrying about where every last perfect things should go in a perfect place that will stay there forever and for the end of time, blah, blah, blah. I'm not worried about that. I'm just getting the stuff out that I don't need. And as I always tell you, what happens when you remove the stuff that doesn't need to be there is ultimately the space is a whole lot more organized. Okay. Because all it has in it is the stuff you actually need. And then it's got space. It's not just shoved in there like it potentially probably almost for sure was in my case. Um, 
it's not just shoved in there anymore. There's space around it because you've moved the things that don't need to be there. And that means you can actually see what you need and where it is in there and get to it without having to move 15 other things that you don't actually need and that just stress you out because you know you don't need them. Blah, blah. Okay. So decluttering achieves that same purpose of organizing, especially when, you know, my first decluttering question is if I needed this item, where would I look for it first? And then you take it to that spot right now, which means that as you are decluttering, things are going to, you're identifying their best home in your house and you're taking them those things to that place. And because you're identifying that place according to where you would look for it first, then when you do look for it, it's in the place where you find it, which is the goal of organizing anyway. So do you see like it all goes toward the same purpose, but for those of us who really struggle and who failed so many times at organizing in the past, separating those two things out and realizing decluttering and organizing are not the same thing, that will help you be able to make progress because you can just go ahead and get started decluttering. There's no reason to sit down. Like you can start decluttering right this second while you're listening to me. Grab a black trash bag, start throwing away. If you don't have a black trash bag, just put it in a Walmart bag. I don't care. But start throwing trash away, start putting things, you know, in the put the easy stuff away, that kind of stuff. While you're listening right now, there's nothing to do first. Okay. And so it's a mental shift. And yet, we're going to talk about organizing today because my current life situation is that, okay, I have to be careful about how I talk about this, because I am sort of going to talk about another human being who did not sign up to have their life and their issues discussed in detail on the internet. Okay. So I am just going to kind of tell you from my perspective, I know I probably won't do a great job at this anyway, but, but from my perspective, I have been giving a lot of lectures on organizing to people in my life who, um, didn't necessarily come to an event to hear me speak because they wanted to hear me talk. Meaning people who have to listen to what I say, but also, um, you know, don't necessarily go, oh, that's Dana. She, I want to hear everything she has to say about organizing and decluttering and cleaning. Um, Yeah. So meaning I have to come up with a lot of things to say to try to make sure it is heard and I can hope that it's implemented. So I've been talking a lot about organizing and getting set up for success. You could probably guess who I'm talking about in my life if you know that um, exactly the phase. I'm, I'm not going to say it right now because then it would anyway, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You guys know what I'm talking about if you've been around a while, but there's someone in my life who I'm trying to help get organized because it will help make success easier. Okay. Like intelligence is so not an issue. Like this, this person is perfectly fine because I mean, they get it from me, but whatever. Um, But really, though, I mean, like, I am not concerned whatsoever about ability levels. But I know from the hard way and from experience that a few things done to organize in the beginning will make success so much easier. Okay. And as I've been giving these lectures, it's made me think, you know, we need to talk about organizing here and how how to rethink organizing when organizing as a concept makes your head want to explode because you've never been successful before. Okay. So to, so rethink and most likely, or I could be wrong and I might get emails from those of y'all who are actually organized and you might say, Oh my word, you have it so completely wrong. That's how I will read your email. If you send me that email, but anyway, um, but my guess (laughs) is that most organized people would be like, yeah, that's what we've been talking about this whole time that you didn't seem to get, which I did. But this is just, I think having to teach it to somebody, this person who I care more about the success of this person than anybody else in the entire world, minus the other four people, three people, whatever. You know what I mean? Okay. It's one of my kids. All right. I'm just saying it. Anyway, 
So we've been talking about organizing. So how I've been rethinking it, which I hope can help me in my own, you know, working on my own home and stuff. Um, the key for getting start, getting started is everything. And giving yourself permission to just declutter and not get organized, that will help you get started. Okay. Um, that will also help you make progress when you're overwhelmed. You guys know that my book, Decluttering at the Speed of Life, I am really big in there. This is about decluttering, not about organizing. Does it achieve the same purpose that you thought you were going for when you thought your only answer was to get organized? Yes, it does. Okay, because you actually, you find your clutter threshold, you can keep your house under control, you know where things are, you can deal with it, blah, blah, blah. But it's very separate things, but we're talking about organized, okay? Okay, let's talk about one of this episode's sponsors, BetterHelp. 2020 has been a challenging time, to say the least, for mental health. And now that schools are starting back up in various formats, the challenges we already had have become even more challenging. Thankfully, there's better help. It allows you to connect with a licensed professional counselor from home in a safe and private online environment. This means you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. BetterHelp has U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. You can start communicating in under 24 hours, though I do want to be clear, this is not a crisis line. We're all unique. We have varied challenges. Through BetterHelp, you have access to broad expertise in the network so you can address your unique needs. You're not limited to what's available in your local area. And the service is actually available for clients worldwide. You can check out testimonials posted daily on their site. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp, they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who qualify. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash clean. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash clean. Okay, as I'm going to talk about organizing, I don't want you to go, oh, Dana's changed her mind. That's not what I'm saying at all. I just think it's worth it to talk about what actually makes organization work, like how to think of it in a way that will actually work for those of us who haven't been successful in the past. Um, Don't start with organizing, start with decluttering. If your home and your life is in craziness, start with the decluttering. Okay, Um, that will help you make immediate progress on this path to achieving what you wanted to achieve through organizing. Okay, so that's the mental shift, but it does have value. So why is it overwhelming to people like me? Well, when I thought of organizing as the first step, you know, I thought that the first step was to buy bins and slots and plastic things with drawers in it. I mean, like I, I just thought, and I love the pictures of like a craft room that has, you know, 50 different little color coded, little teeny tiny drawers and stuff. But y'all, those have never worked for me. I personally have never been able to be successful with that. So we're not talking about that today. I'm not going to give you some great system for, you know, color coding your tax, right? I'm, that's not what we're going to do today. Um, but because that's where my brain naturally naturally goes when I think, oh, organization and that kind of stuff has always been not successful for me. That makes me think, oh, okay, I can't, I have this inability to organize. When in reality, as I have been trying to help this person, I was always very successful in school. Like school was, pretty easy for me. I had a a disastrous backpack and locker and dorm room and all that kind of stuff. But I was able to keep it under control. And I did have systems. I had little systems of what I would do to make sure I didn't lose the things that I couldn't lose, you know, and stuff like that. Could I have had much better systems? Oh, my goodness, yes. But complicated systems? No. Okay, so when I would see somebody who said, Oh, well, I'll show you how to get organized. And they had, you know, 
all these color-coded file folders and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, what? And my brain turned off and it didn't, it wasn't helpful to me. So I think that um, thinking that the first step is to get everything put away, is to have neat little places for everything. That's the problem with organizing. Like that was what I would think organizing was when in reality, that wasn't even possible because of the container concept. Okay. And the container concept is there's only as much space as there is. You can't fit more space, more stuff into a space than will actually physically fit into it. And so I always had way too much stuff. And so if I ever did try to put it all away and find a little place to stick everything, it never worked. Okay. So thinking of organizing as only being this all the stuff goes into a neat little place. Mm, no. Okay. That's where you need to just go back to decluttering and make that the thing that you're doing. Um, bins and putaways and then things would never get put back away once they were there because they weren't in logical places or there just simply wasn't enough room for it. Not using containers as containers, but as holders. Okay. Let's go back to the container concept real quickly. Um, the container concept is what I said, which is, you know, a space will only hold as much as it will hold. Meaning I used to think that cute little containers, little red buckets were for putting stuff in. And so I would fill them and then I would still have stuff left over. And so I would either buy more containers or I would shove them on top and they would end up, you know, shove all my stuff on top and it would be piled way above the rim of the container and then it would fall. And then I would end up with three containers for my crayons instead of one. And then I couldn't fit those three containers onto the shelf. And then I thought, okay, well then I need more shelves. And then I couldn't fit all the shelves in my room. And I thought, okay, well, then I need a new house and I can't afford a new house. So I can't ever be organized. Okay. I was not using those containers as containers. I was not using them as limits. A container's purpose is to contain. It's to be the natural limit so that then the container makes the decision instead of me making the decision. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. I am not the one saying, should I keep all these crayons. Instead, I'm saying, I have space for one red bucket. This red bucket is full, which means that I don't know how I can't keep any more crayons. So the fun way to do that is to put my favorite crayons in there first. It's fun to pick out your favorite crayons, fill the red bucket with your favorite crayons. And then something naturally happens in my brain for me to go, uh, I guess I don't actually need all thousand crayons. I've got 300 that I really like. And it turns out that's plenty. Okay. And then it lets me release those other 700 crayons without any angst of, well, are, could I still use them? Are they, do they have value? Could they still color? Could I make something else? No, the fact is, this is the space that I have for crayons. And that's all the space I can have. So part of my issue, well, probably my biggest issue with organizing never working for me was not understanding the container concept was not understanding that it wasn't just about putting stuff in bins and boxes and baskets and buckets. Why does everything start with a B in that? Anyway, whatever. But it wasn't just about that. It was about eliminating and only putting what would neatly fit in that space. I also didn't know my clutter threshold. I didn't know that I can't handle a ton of stuff. Okay. So I kept on trying to find places to stick things, not realizing that, yes, there's the container and what will fit fit in the container, but then there's also me and my personality and how easy it is for me to keep certain numbers of things under control. So all those things were things that I didn't understand that I needed to be able to to understand in order for any organizational system to work. And that's the reason organizational systems didn't work for me. And that's the reason I just thought organizing was this thing I couldn't do. Okay. But if you rethink organizing and its actual purpose, okay, um, it doesn't have to be ambiguous and overwhelming and one size fits all. Okay. So questions that I perhaps have been preaching to this person who it's if whoever you're thinking it is, I mean, that's not who it is. Okay. (laughs) That is not who I'm talking. What? No, no, no. It's somebody else. It's totally somebody else. Anyway, um, what can I do now 
that will make later easier. Okay, what can I do? Let's say that somebody moves into this is so off the top of my head. I mean, this is not about any specific. But let's say somebody moves into a space that's not their parents home for the first time in their life. And even though that person in this hypothetical situation has technically had to do their own laundry for several years, um, that person maybe has, you know, asked their sister if they could throw a few things in whenever she would do their laundry or, you know, their mom would just finally be like, fine, I'll do it, whatever, you know, I mean, anyway, but this person finally for the first time has no choice but to either wear dirty underwear or do their laundry. Okay. Hypothetically, hypothetically. Okay. So anyway, one way to do something now that will make your life easier in the future is to keep your laundry detergent in your laundry hamper. Let's say you have laundry detergent, like in our family, we use the Tide um, free and clear, like they're unscented pods or whatever. Um, And it's a plastic container. So it's not going to hurt anything to just leave that in the laundry hamper because you have to carry that laundry hamper down three flights of stairs. This is in a hypothetical universe. Three flights. I'm changing some of the details just in case it wasn't hypothetical. But anyway, you have to carry it down three flights of stairs and get there. And if you know yourself, you know, you're not going to remember to grab the laundry detergent, right? So something you can do now to make life easier later is to put the laundry detergent in the laundry hamper, throw your dirty clothes on top of it, and then you put your dirty clothes in the washing machine and there's the laundry detergent already there and you don't have to run back up to your room if your room happens, you know what I mean, okay? So that right there is organizing, Remember what I said at the beginning, organizing is problem solving and problem solving can be overwhelming. But here's the thing. I like solving problems. That's one of my problems was I would sit down and try to think through everything because thinking is so much more fun than cleaning. And as I was thinking through everything, trying to get all this figured out, I wasn't actually doing anything. But I get to tickle my problem solving bone when I make do one little thing that will make my life easier in the future. Now, a lot of that comes from life experience. Okay. A lot of that comes from knowing, you know, for me personally, knowing what has happened to me in the past, I keep forgetting, but it's solving a problem that makes life easier in the future. Give yourself some organizing credit when you do that. Okay. And I guarantee you there are some other, there are some things there that you have done that would count. Okay. So give yourself some organizing credit so that you can go, okay, yeah. All right. Now let me look for other ways that will help me do this. One of the things, you know, I'm going to call it organizing to know. And I know some of y'all are like, Dana, that's not organizing. She's talking about the wrong thing, y'all. Anyway, but organize, I'm going to call it organizing to know that I have to run my dishwasher at night. Okay, because it makes my life easier in the future. See what I'm saying? Like, and I learned that the hard way. I learned it through experience. I learned it through, I'm going to try to get my dishes done. And turns out that every time I did them before I went to bed, like ran the dishwasher at night after dinner, um, I say that because everybody's like, don't run your dishwasher while you sleep. Because, and so y'all do not run your dishwasher while you sleep. I'm just but whatever. Anyway, so every time I would run it at night, then my next day would go smoothly. And so that gave me the experience to go, okay, well, that's organizing. Having that figured out every time I run it at night, I'm making my future easier. I'm making the next step in the process easier. Okay. That's organizing. Even if I try really hard to eat kale salads and drink green smoothies, I'm still most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients I need on a daily basis. And besides, even though I actually like green smoothies, making them doesn't always happen. 
That's why Ritual is awesome. Here's what I personally like about Ritual. It's minty, which makes them so easy to swallow. Y'all, I do not do well with stinky pills. Just ask my husband who has made fun of me for years for gagging really loudly on stinky pills. Ritual is very different from other vitamins I've taken in the past because of that mintiness. And Ritual is traceable and transparent, which is perfect for the obsessive label readers among us. All of Ritual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the whole world to see. Go check out the website. It's really, really fascinating. Better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that supports a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash clean to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash clean. R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash clean. I've been using and talking about Prep Dish here on the podcast for years. They are a healthy subscription-based meal planning service that just makes life easier. And they're unique because the plan you receive each week isn't just a list of meals and recipes. You get detailed instructions for a prep day where you spend one to three hours doing the prep work for the week. Then on the day that you eat the meal, it all goes super fast because the prep work is already done. There is a lot to manage these days, guys, whether you're working from home or driving into the office, whether your kids are learning at home or at school or both, or if you're doing a combination of all of those things and more, keeping everything going smoothly takes a lot of mental energy. Prep Dish makes healthy eating possible because they do all the mental energy stuff, the planning work for you. So if you want to free up some mental energy, try letting Prep Dish take over your meal planning. Head to prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean and you can get a free two-week trial. Again, that's prepdish, P-R-E-P-D-I-S-H.com slash a slob comes clean for a free two-week trial. What effort can I put in now that's going to eliminate effort again and again and again in the future? Okay, what can you do? So this is something that if I had been trying to encourage someone to do um, might be something that I would have been trying to encourage them to do. So let's say hypothetically that somebody is taking a lot of online classes. Okay, things like setting up email labels, not so that they go into a folder and you never realize that they went in there and you never notice them. Okay. But setting up different labels so that you can then organize things. I have a post on the blog. I'll try to remember to link to it. If I don't, guys, if you're ever looking for a post that I wrote, write what you think about, think it's about in Google, like how to eliminate a lot of emails at once in Gmail a slob comes clean, right? Like write those things all into Google and it'll usually take you. That's how I find my own recipes. (laughs) Like when I'm like, oh, I want to make such and such soup. I Google my own recipe. Okay. That's so much. So start a blog. And then after 11 years, pretty much everything that you make will be on the internet and you'll just be able to, no, that's not good advice. But anyway, what I'm saying is, you know, like creating those labels so that when you get an email from a teacher about rhetoric and composition, you can click on that label and you see all the emails that that teacher has sent about this. So if there was, you know, so there's little things that you can set up now that will make things easier in the future. These are things I've been preaching. Can you tell? Okay. All right. So what can I do that will eliminate um, things again and again later? So, you know, some examples, and I've talked about this before because I know you guys tend to be the people who get called on to organize events and um, groups and social things and stuff like that, because that's just who we are. We do better with that kind of stuff than we do with um, papers and, you know, junk in our homes. I've always, I always would say I can organize people. I just can't organize things. Well, 
you know, take some of that stuff and, you know, acknowledge some of your organizing success, instead of just saying, I'm not organized, figure out where you are organized, and then say, okay, how can I apply some of that general concept to other things in my home that are physical, that would then help it to blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. I didn't want to finish that sentence, because I couldn't think of anything. So I said, blah, 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 which is, you know, this good podcast, whatever. Anyway, so for example, you know, I do a lot of templates in my email. I use Gmail and you can set up templates. I have so many templates set up. I was um, in a blogging group and um, something came up and I said, well, you know, I just, I have templates set up for all of that kind of stuff. You know, if I need to, if there's certain response that I give, I know I'm giving away my secrets here, but if there's a certain response that I give all the time, like, yes, you can find, here's the, here's one is the, um, what do I do when I get to a space and I take it there right now? And then that space is cluttered. And I'm like, well, I've already answered that in podcasts and everything and books and blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, there's a, a template that it's an email. It says, yeah, I understand. Here's a post that talks about it. And here's one that shows how it works in the process. And that is set up for my assistant to just be able to send that. So it's like something that goes so much more quickly. Things like my spreadsheets that I do. I've talked before about kind of my systems for getting stuff done, because I know sometimes some people think I don't do anything and other people think, how does she do all that? But whatever. Anyway, um, I had a podcast where I talked about kind of some of my systems on that. Well, you know, we have a spreadsheet system for all of my stuff that goes out on Facebook because we send stuff out on Facebook because that helps more people find out and find out that there's hope for the chronically disorganized of us, you know. Um, But I send that kind of stuff out and we have spreadsheets and then we keep up with those spreadsheets so that we go, okay, what did we put out last May? All right, well, then what's new this year? What doesn't apply this year? And what can we switch out to be better? And we do it again. But you know, the work is so much easier because of the work that we did a year ago, which was easier because of the year, the work we did a year before that, you know, so having these whole systems, having, you know, we have our certain top posts that these need to go out once every other month, you know, and so those are set up in systems, all these things that you can do. You probably have some things like that, that you do in your life. Because if you identify with me on some things, I'm guessing there are areas of your life where the people who only know you in that area of your life think, wow, she's so super organized, right? I want you to identify that, acknowledge that you are very organized in that one particular area, figure out how it is that it's organized. How is it that I'm doing something now that made life easier in the future? And how can I then apply that to my home? Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. Um, Always acknowledge that clutter threshold. Okay. Don't disregard the clutter threshold because you have to figure out what actually works for you. And I think this is where you know, clutter is personal. What I may want to keep in my home is different from somebody else. That's where where the container concept makes that so lovely. Because it's not about what I should and shouldn't keep. It's about what I have space for, which naturally eliminates the things I shouldn't keep, because I am not going to, you know, if I acknowledge that the closet I have for winter coats is only so big, then the coats that we need right now are the ones that deserve to be in there, not the coats that my kid grew out of five years ago, even though I love them, and I don't want to let go of them. If I'm using the container concept to help me decide, it naturally shows me and lets my brain accept the fact that It's the ones that we need to stay warm in the body sizes that we have right now. Those are the ones that need to stay over these ones that are just memories. Okay. Um, So the container concept is great, but let's say I have a little bit of extra space. There are still people in this world who would be like, why in the world would anybody need to keep the coat that their kid wore, wore, in kindergarten. Like that's, you know, there are people who would think that is the dumbest thing in the world. And there are people I guarantee you listening right now who are like, how in the world could anyone get rid of that? Well, the container concept lets you figure out what works for you. Okay, your clutter threshold is unique to you, meaning 
your clutter threshold is what you personally could handle. Okay. If you are constantly, if your house is constantly getting out of control, if a space within your house is constantly getting out of control, it has too much stuff in it. And so you get rid of stuff and you get rid of stuff and you get rid of stuff until you get it to the point where, oh, it's staying under control. Okay. So always remember your own personal clutter threshold. And same thing with organization. Does it actually help you? Okay, so as opposed to somebody else's color coded system, which color coding is great, that's fine. Okay, but somebody but it's just kind of where I default to when I'm talking about organizing, because it's the thing that I would think, yes, that's being organized. It never works for me. You know, I forget which color goes with what I lose the key for determining which color was supposed to be for what, you know, all that kind of stuff. But you have to figure out not just what organizing systems are supposed to work, but which tricks, which little things that I can put into place that will help me in the future actually help me, okay? Instead of setting up this huge system for organizing all the mail that comes in when in reality for your clutter threshold, and this is me I'm talking to here, it works a whole lot better to just switch everything to be online, And it works a lot better for me to, you know, basically get rid of everything that comes in, like it's almost nothing. So it works, you know, a big, elaborate system for organizing bills is actually not what I need. You know what I mean? Because that there are other people who they need to have the paper system, and they have a system that works for them. But if it's not working for you, then try the eliminating to get down to the point where you can find a system that does work for you. Okay. So the question is, how can I simplify things Um, and acknowledge that trial and error is a thing? So try one trick. Try one thing like, let's say you go to a laundromat, like this hypothetical person in my life. Let's say you go to a laundromat. Well, if you go to a laundromat, then try the putting your laundry detergent in the bottom of the hamper. So you never have to, you know, remember and get now if you always remember to take the laundry detergent, great, then don't worry about it. But if you find yourself not doing that, try that trick and go, Oh, okay. Well, you know what, you know what else I could do, I could, and then, you know, figure that out. But trial and error, and ask myself, how can I make things simpler as opposed to more complicated? Because I think a lot of times for me, I thought of being organized as being complicated. And I'm pretty sure that's actually the opposite of what it's supposed to be, okay? I'm pretty sure I was thinking incorrectly about organization when I thought of organizing as complicating, okay? So instead, asking myself the question, okay, what can I make simpler? How can I make this process simpler? What can I eliminate from this space that would allow me, which is decluttering, that would allow me to be able to get to, let's say that I open this drawer and I expect to find pens and pencils in there. But instead, I find pens and pencils and so much other random stuff that I can barely even get to the pens and pencils. Okay, so eliminating those things is ultimately, you know, I'm simplifying, I'm decluttering, but it makes me be able to get to the thing I needed to get to more easily. And then you go, okay, I do need some other stuff in here. So I'm going to put in a little pen container holder, plastic thingy, whatever, to say, okay, once this is full, once this container is full, that's the limit. And I actually don't need more pens than that. Okay, so it's it's this thing that builds upon itself. How am I simplifying? How am I making my life easier? Okay. Um, If you are working on a space and you start to feel overwhelmed because it starts to feel like it's getting more complicated, catch yourself, go the other way and say, okay, then if I'm starting to feel like this is complicated, what can I eliminate from here to make this simpler? What step can I remove? What nagging stress can I take away? Okay. Um, let's see what else. This is one of the, you know, when I think about it, along these lines, I realize, okay, systems are also organizing, all right, which that tends to help me more than spending a bunch of time organizing stuff, okay, where it's, I do that, and then it's over my clutter threshold, and I can't maintain it. 
Um, putting my mental energy and my effort into organizing a system, that's what I like doing. Remember the whole, I can organize people, I just can't organize things. Um, instead saying, okay, what kind of a system can I put into place? Now, again, it's going to be through trial and error. You know, I think it's either next week or last week, because I'm recording both and seeing which one needs to go where, but I'm going to talk about, you know, this whole idea of maintenance and how it actually happens successfully and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, you know, so it's not a matter of thinking it through ahead of time, but instead going, okay, what can I figure out through trial and error, which means going ahead and doing things, doing them wrong, figuring out what works and doesn't work. But how can I get to this point where I have a system that works for me? Because that's what I, my brain enjoys doing. Okay. Instead, because I don't notice, oh my goodness. Well, I think I better do a load of laundry. Oh, goodness gracious. I'm never going to notice that. But I am going to notice, oh, my word, the drawers are empty. We don't have any drawers, meaning underwear. Anyway, um, but that right there, that system of laundry day is ultimately organizing, right? Because I have figured out what is going to make my life easier. It makes my life easier because of my unique brain and how I function. It makes my life easier to do laundry one day and not have to worry about it for six days. And then when that one day comes around again, my brain goes, oh yeah, it's time for laundry again. Because in my case, it's Monday. You know, I don't have to think about it again. Now, if you have never heard me talk about laundry day, And you're going, that would never work for me because I have seven kids. Well, I've got posts on my blog where people have done it with seven kids. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm just saying like there are variations. You make a variation, but all the variations that actually are successful, even if they take three days where they say I do adult clothes on this day and blah, 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 clothes on this day, whatever. It all comes down to it being a system that lets you know when you're finished. Okay. And that's the part that works really well for my brain. And that is organizing. That's simplifying. It's creating a system that lets me let go of that mental stress of, oh my goodness, when am I going to get my laundry done? Okay. Here, here's a great example of what I've had to go. You know what? That's actually organizing because it's making my life simpler, even though it feels like it's the opposite of organizing, which is how I store my um, food storage containers. Okay. So I store my food storage containers, most of y'all know this, by uh, storing them with their lids on, okay? So they go through the dishwasher, they come out. If they're a little bit wet, I will, um, you know, dry them out the rest of the way. And then I put the lid on. And usually I don't have to do that because if I run it after dinner, then they're pretty much all the way dry the next morning. Um, anyway, I put the lid on it and I store them with the lids on. Okay. Now, when I think of how to organize your food storage containers, I think of my mother's system, which I will just um, tell you, I think I've said this before, but she has switched to my system. So yay for that. Anyway, when I think of an organizing system for Tupperware, for food storage stuff, I think of these special little racks where you put all the lids. And I think of stacking the bowls so that you can fit as many in there as possible. When for me, that is not an organizing system because that does not make my life simpler. Okay. I end up pulling everything out at one, you know, I'm like, Oh my goodness, I got to put this away. And I grab and everything falls. And then I am not the type of person to put it all right back perfectly and restack it and just doesn't work. Okay. So I put them with the lids on, which makes me not be able to keep as many, which is good, which means I can't have as many things getting moldy in the fridge because I realize sooner, Oh, we're out of food storage containers. We need to clean out the fridge anyway. So that's a system. Okay. That's a system that's in place to help keep me in check and how I naturally roll. So I put those in there. I do the work of matching up the container and the lid in the moment where I'm emptying the dishwasher. When I'm emptying the dishwasher, I am not usually frantically trying to move to the next thing. 
Okay. It's part of my morning routine, or if I skip it in the morning, it's something that I know takes this amount of time. I'm also able to identify which lid goes with which container really, really easily because there's usually two, three, four, maybe five in that load. There's not 57,000 that have been so perfectly put in the little slots of the lid organizer and blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm not having to do this major matching thing. So it's a, I'm going to be moving this item anyway, because I have to get it out of the dishwasher and put it in the cabinet. So I'm going to move this, the bottom part with this hand and the lid with this hand. And I put them together as I walk over to the thing and then to the cabinet. And then I put them in and then it eliminates stress in the future because when I reach in there, I just grab it and it's gone. So I'm giving myself some credit for organizing there because I have done something to make my life simpler, not complicated. See what I'm saying? This is like such a prime example of how in my mind, it's more organized, you know, technically organizing to fit a million pieces of Tupperware in there and have them stored separately so that you can keep more. Where in reality, for me and my personality, it works so much better to go ahead and put the lid on it and match it up when I'm getting out of the dishwasher. And then it makes my life easier in the future. Okay, so and and the whole point of this is to give yourself some organizing cred, so that you're willing And you have the confidence to look for those things in the future that will make your life easier. Okay. Um, Let's say you have a list of contacts, a list of um, a printout of assignments. Now I don't do, and I know, um, and it's not running right now. So don't don't think I'm trying to sell it to you right now. But you know, I know one of the things with um, the homemaking bundle that they sell every year that I usually participate in. And it was a couple months ago. So it'll be fine. Um, It'll come around, another version will come around next year if you want. But um, but a lot of times one of the things that different people create to put in that is these, like a household notebook kind of a thing, you know, where it has, this is where I'm going to put all my important phone numbers and blah, blah, blah. That kind of overwhelms me sometimes. And yet the simpler versions where it's just, I'm going to list all these phone numbers here. I'm going to list these accounts here, blah, blah, blah. That kind of stuff I like because it's one and done. It's not something that has to be constantly maintained because I otherwise find myself, oh my goodness, I got to be searching for these numbers or that numbers or whatever, you know, so like filing things, you know, filing your pictures in your phone, even just hitting favorite on your favorite one so that you can then go through that and you don't have 55 pictures of the same exact thing. You have one that's a favorite in your favorite album and it's easier that you don't have to go back through, oh, I need that picture. Let me wipe through these 50 pictures to find that one that I thought was the best every single time. See how that eliminates time in the future to just go ahead and hit the favorite heart thing now? I know if you don't have a iPhone, I'm not for sure how it works, but I'm sure it's something very similar. But it's that idea of what can I do now that's going to make things in the future. Freezer cooking is organizing. Okay. If I will cook extra ground beef when I make my dinner, then in the future, I have eliminated the mess and the hassle and the time of cooking ground beef for the next meal. And that's organizing. Okay, so it's doing something now that's going to make my life easier in the future. Um, even assigning a day. That's that's my advice for getting the big cleaning task done is assign a day, you know, Tuesdays are bathroom days, whatever you want to do. You know, Thursday mopping, whatever. If you assign those to a day, it just takes away that mental stress of, oh, when was I going to do that? When was the last time I did that? Blah, blah. It just takes those little freak out sessions away and it allows you to just go, oh, no, I clean bathrooms on Tuesday. Oh, I was out of town the last two Tuesdays. Not right now because it's Corona, but you know what I mean? Um, but I was busy the last two Tuesdays. So, oh my goodness, I really need to get that done today. You know, that kind of thing just eliminates those decisions to make in the future. Um, And felt like I had one more thing to say. Always knowing that whole trial and error thing. Okay. Give it a try, but try something simple. Try a simple change. See what kind of effect that has. And then look at this, the situation and think, okay, what other simple change could also have a similar make my life easier in the future? You know, even things like, I know for us, 
and I'm, I guess it would have, I'm trying to think my oldest was in second grade when I started blogging at aslobchemsclean.com. So anyway, he was in second grade at the time. And so it would have been a couple years before that, that I registered him for kindergarten and was freaking out over where birth certificates and social security cards. And, and over the years, I have still amazed myself by not being able to find some of that stuff, even though I have a place for it. But over the years, I know this is the drawer where we keep that. It is not a fancy drawer. It is not color coded. I'm not anti-color coding. Okay. But it kind of sounds like I am. Maybe I am. Whatever. But it's not color coded. It's not fancy. It's not a system. It's not an organizing project that I've ever done. I just know important papers like that go in that drawer. And so I know when I run across one in some random place or in a decluttering project, that's the first place where I look for it because that's the drawer. And I know that when it's time to find a social security card, I go there and nine times out of 10 now, actually, I would say 39 times out of 40. Now, they're in that spot. Because I every time I would have those, you know, freak out moments, once I did find it, I would put it in that space. And I would go, okay, this is the space, which then made me the next time I ran across something, or the next time I was looking for something, go, that's the space I have for that. Y'all, that's organizing. I'm pretty sure. Let the organized people tell us. But we're going to call it organizing. And so my point is, you're capable. And there's no reason to be afraid. But I also understand how it feels to feel inept. And how it feels to be afraid. Okay, so I'm trying to encourage us, me included, to say, no, we do organize more than we give ourselves credit for, because it's really easy to be that unorganized friend, right? I mean, and I hate being that person. I don't like being that person at all when, but I I know how it is when somebody has seen my house in its worst states and then something comes up and I just kind of get dismissed. And this is in the past. Now it's not, you know, things are better, but, but I know how it feels. Well, even sometimes still, I'm like, okay, I have written books about this kind of stuff. And people are like, oh, but your blog is called A Slob Comes Clean. So then they dismiss, let's talk about personal friends, you know. Um, they dismiss, oh, well, we're talking about organization. So, you know, or, or you, maybe it's, they don't even act that way, but you personally feel like if they saw my house, they'd know I wasn't organized. And so I'm, I feel like I'm rambling here anyway. But they would know I wasn't organized. And so I'm not going to speak up and share this thing that has really worked well for me. Or you're not even willing to try something that seems super logical, like it would make things simpler, but you go, oh, but every time I try to do something, it fails. I want you to identify the places where you've successfully organized so that you can then build on that. Okay. All right. I hope that was helpful at all. Blah, blah, blah. We'll see. Okay. Um, I would love if you guys wanted to be a patron of the show, um, go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. That's P A T R E O N.com slash a slob comes clean. Um, we have a lot of fun in our super secret Facebook group and soon I will be, um, recording some more of the patron interviews, um, where we, do some strategy sessions talking about their homes. So anyway, if you would like to be a patron, go to patreon.com slash the slob comes clean. And I will talk to you guys next week. Okay. Bye.